This is Ethan, and you're listening to the Drunken United Football Show, and reminding everyone that I'm only here because Sam Graham made me. Back in town from uh, a lovely weekend, Sam? Yes, I am. And lovely, lovely. Very good. It's fantastic. A little yeah. hot, yeah, obviously, was... but uh, pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm reminded, Sam, for the life of me, I cannot remember what made us think we were wise and that we'd never compromise. Well, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the freshman, Samuel Graham. Yeah, Sammy, how are you? I got a full season under my belt, man. It's the goddamn name of the song. You did just <laughs> I have no be- idea what the hell you were from talking the about. From the 90s. It's the, the, the verb pipe for freshman. 91. Uh, mid-90s. More like uh, 95, 96. Yeah, right I, around then. I was 10. Okay, well, still, it's grunge music. That that alternative music, you, sh- you fucking know it. So, um, <laughs> we're recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it is dfootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. And at dfootballshow on all the social medias, that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and slide into those DMs because we love... Uh, getting those uh one of which that we've gotten recently uh-huh. uh from our boy john again it was absolutely hysterical um oh is this the one that i tweeted yes oh this is brilliant it's the one that you tweeted uh and it was it was brilliant um if i could uh, like usual uh, again alan we apologize that you uh that your club is becoming the butt of all jokes every joke no know that it's not you that it's my cashley yeah all right but we actually so- root for you buddy uh, so it says here, it's from the football feed, uh, and we got it sent to us from John S. Uh, it says in where the team names would be down the, mm-hmm. if you can imagine, down the league table. Right. One, right? two, three, four, right. five, right? Don't try to predict the league before the season starts. It only makes you look stupid. It's actually impossible. And in 20th place, Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spot on. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So keep sending us that stuff. It makes us giggle. We actually do check it and talk back. Um, and we'd love some extra content and more shit talking. I'm actually starting to miss Mike Rogers, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need your villain. I need somebody to hate, man. That's it. Batman needs his Joker. I hear you. <laughs> Or, as I can always say, you can just Skype your happy ass on in. Like tonight, for the first time, we welcome Paul. Paul, how you doing, sir? Hey, guys. How are you? Lovely. Hey, hey Sammy, another another Brit totally legitimizes us. Yeah, tell just me about one it. Brit at a time. Love and uh, who do you support, Paul? I support the Wolves, the uh, famous Wolverhampton Wanderers. Ah, the team that likes to uh, pillage other uh, unfortunate clubs. I get that. No problem. Um, <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hands throughout this show and every show. Sammy, what are we drinking on tonight? Sure, we've got the Chairman's Reserve uh, rum. This one is the uh, Forgotten Casks. Uh, it's from St. Lucia, comes in at 80 proof. It's solely aged in used American oak, uh, aged longer than its standard rum uh, that they have uh, Mm -hmm. out on the market. Uh, This was a one-off blending five to 11-year-old rums. And you'll find that on the shelf between forty nine ninety nine and fifty four ninety nine. Yeah, so this happens a lot with whiskeys and with uh, with rums, particularly. 
you'll have your warehouse and you'll kind of have allotted, okay, these barrels are going towards this blended rum. These barrels are going through to, you know, our high end. This one's being, this row's being sold somewhere. Well, inevitably, there's always a couple, two, three barrels that just kind of get lost in the shuffle. And at the end of the day, you go, well, what the hell are we going to do with them? We're going to make a one-off. You know, you, you'll see uh, scotch do that a lot if they're um, particularly with the secondary market, independent bottlers will buy and make something like that. Like Gordon McPhail or something like that. <laughs> per- precisely, like that, precisely yeah. it. Um, so that's kind of the same instance here. They continuously do a forgotten cask series, but you never really kind of know what's what's going to be the, the, the rums that they're using. Something else very important to know about rums. Where whiskey has the law, and I know I've said this before, where whiskey has the law that the number on the bottle is the youngest whiskey in that bottle. In rum, the number on the bottle means it's the oldest, and it doesn't say how much of it's in there. So it could be an eye drops worth. So what you really want to look for when you're buying aged rum, read the back label, do some research, find out what kind of rum it is they're using, find out what the age expressions are they're using, because be a hell of a note, you go out and you buy a 21-year-old rum, and you're really getting a bunch of three-year-old rum, and you're paying a premium price on it. So rum, unlike a uh, unlike whiskey, you really got to kind of do your extra research and your due diligence. So you're saying seven three-year-olds does not equal a 21-year-old rum? <laughs> no, no, it does not. It does not. Okay, Would good. you do me a favor? Press mute. Hit the fucking mute button. All right, let's go ahead and get on into it. Hey, kids, let's have ourselves a good show. Cheers. Yeah, let's do it. That took a little bit of effort, didn't it? Wow. Yeah. That was an aggressive one, too. Uh, these new, Coming uh, in hot. Yeah. These new arms are long. Like It's hard to reach you guys now. Feel very far away. Again. Yes. Well, they're, they're nice arms, and they're nice new microphones, so settle down, killer. Be happy. I, 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 I made upgrades to our studio. I am happy. Okay, thank you. No, no, no. Your finger is hovering over. I, I, I have a guest I need to fucking talk to. Would you okay, please fine. stop? Top- yeah, but it's a wolf, and I'm now an Asta Villa supporter, so he's my rival this time. Okay, very good, honey. Well done. Hit the mute button and, and go back to your <laughs> island game. Thank you. So, Paul, let's go ahead and get to you. You're the man of the hour. Let's face it. Thrilled. That's the word. That's the only word that can be used to describe your season last year. You cannot say you were disappointed in any way, shape, or form. You had to have been thrilled, right? Totally. It absolutely kind of blew everyone's expectations. I think I kind of went on record at the start of the season to think we'd come in kind of top of the bottom, around kind of 10 to 12th. Um, We'd picked up Patricio and Moutinho in the summer. Um, we had Dendonka come in and Adama Traore on the transfer window. So we knew we were going to compete, but not to the extent that we'd end up kind of qualifying through, uh, qualifying for Europe through the league and then, uh, a Wembley semi-final in the FA Cup. Yeah. I mean, you can't really beat that. Um, I, how does it feel to be the refugee camp for Portuguese football? Uh, it's quite, <laughs> Yeah, it's a little uh, little hotbed of the the, the Algarve in yeah. Wolverhampton, which, uh, to to be honest, you could probably not get a get two more parallel places in the whole universe, really. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I did hear though that at least three Portuguese cafes popped up to try to make the players feel welcome. So that's always yeah, lovely. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, Wolves finishing in seventh kind of took the honor that's. Uh, 
seemed to have been Everton's forever, which is the quote-unquote best of the rest whenever they talk about the top six. It's like, oh, who's going to be the seventh-place team that's kind of competing for a spot? And that ended up being you guys. And I, I, I kind of thought that it, Sam had you guys picked as the uh, as his dark horse for last season. I, I kind of figured you were going to be exactly what you said, like 10th to 12th place. But, I mean, it's a r- remarkable season. I mean, it, it, yeah, the semifinal loss to... To, to Watford's a, a bit disappointing the way that it went down. Especially but. how they fared in the final. <laughs> oh, yeah. Being, yeah, yeah. You know, if you go out to the eventual champions, it's one thing. You go out and they gave a better account of themselves and lose 1-0 to City, fine. But getting Trout 6-0, you got to feel a little disappointed that, hey, maybe, you know, it was ours for the taking there and, and kind of let it slip. Yeah, I think kind of you, you'd always be wondering if we'd have gone all the way through to the final, whether that would have took uh, the eye of the ball when it came to the league and would we have missed out on seventh and still lost the final, you know? So yeah, we definitely take it and it's absolutely unbelievable to be going into competitive European football this week on Thursday. Yep, absolutely. And uh, well, let's uh, face it too. You've got to, um, what was it? Uh, win, get your revenge against Manchester City this uh, past weekend, right? Winning the That's Asian right. English, the Asian Premier League, League trophy. Trophy, trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. That's it. Who, who doesn't want to win that competition? So <laughs> yeah, that I mean, definitely propels us into another stratosphere. <laughs> I love it. So, um, in the traditional curtain raiser of the English season, uh, <laughs> we have the Premier League Asia Trophy. Yeah, fuck contested the commu- at fuck two the o'clock in the morning shield. UK time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if we're going to be picky uh, w- with you as a squad, it's it's ultimately consistency. You go out and have you know minus Everton's second half against the big six. You had an overall great record against the top six. A little bit of a giant killer at times, but then you're also the same team that dropped six points to Huddersfield. You were two of Huddersfield's three wins. So the the keeping the team up for matches has certainly got to be concerning. That's right. Definitely Huddersfield from last season. That's my two shots of virtual Malort right there, you know, so. <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what it was, you know. Was it focus? Were we underestimating the opposition a little bit? Kind of Nuno, our manager, he's, he's definitely not kind of in that mold that he's very kind of detail-orientated. So I, I don't think it was down to that. And he was always pretty quick to spot patterns last season if it wasn't working and change it so we started to get found out a little bit in the middle of the park so he switched the formation we went kind of 5-3-2 and and that really did work wonders against the kind of the bigger teams that had either at at their place or they'd try and play against us and and it didn't work and and we got the upper hand so um coming into this season he's kind of got to expect that more kind of teams will have cottoned onto that, so maybe he needs kind of a a plan B and maybe a, a plan C based on that will now be a little bit more of a, a bigger fish in the in the pond. Yeah. Also, with that, I've noticed so far. I was just looking at your transfer business. The only thing that's been done so far is uh, signing Jimenez on a permanent. Um, are you worried about the European campaign coming up? Uh, and not having made any major additions to the squad. Now, I know going the, and not obviously you had a, a remarkable season, but going the way of Fulham and blowing $100 million on any able body that will walk, 
or what Aston Villa seems to be doing right now and just signing anyone that'll, you know, knows who Aston Villa is <laughs> uh, at the moment. Um, I know you need to add proper quality to the squad and not just bodies, but do you think the squad's a little thin going into next season with um, potentially like what happened to Burnley? I think kind of consistently Nuno's always said that he wants kind of a small squad supplemented by a quality group in the under-23 team. So um, I think really when you've got kind of European going Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, maybe we need kind of one or two in addition to kind of that traditional match day, uh, match day squad. Um, and really last, last season as well, we're, tremendously lucky and fortunate with injuries I think we only had two players miss any significant time and that was only a couple of weeks so that's certainly in our favor I've never experienced anything like that as a Wolves fan we've been notorious over the years for kind of big name big money signings who'd get crippled relatively quickly so that was a, a breath of fresh air in itself but yeah I do think kind of one or two to um to certainly boost that that match day match day squad would uh, would be beneficial going forward. Uh, Sam, I do think, um, and Paul, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I believe uh, they also signed uh, Dan Docker to uh, to a permanent as well. I was looking on the the done deals on Sky Sports today, and they still only have him and as listed okay. as the the only deal that's been completed. Okay, got it. Yep. Yeah, that Dan Docker's Dan Docker signed. Um, okay. There was a little bit whether it was an option to buy or an obligation, but yeah, it's a it's a done deal. Okay, okay, very good. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just couldn't find that. So, um, you know, we've kind of hinted at it a little bit, and it sounds like uh, you know the plan is to build up the youth academy and use the the talent that you uh, have. If you could have your way and had a little bit of money in the club, and you were going to go fix a part of the club, what would you want to add to the team to be ready for Europe? Please say by Skodra Mustafi. <laughs> you say that actually but there was some talk of it on on our forums just because i think he played he played under nuno previously i think at valencia and, maybe or yeah uh, and yeah, something like that. pretty well so uh yeah never say never on that one but i think our talk kind of this summer has definitely been around kind of two or three quality additions in the in the mould of the, the Portuguese internationals like Moutinho and Patricio, um, over the weekend we've had kind of Ruben Dias mentioned at centre back coming in, and um, that would be kind of out of this world uh, a defender of his quality. Um, it's been Tokyo Katoni from uh, AC Milan, who kind of fit the mould as a kind of a third attacker to complement what we've already got. Um, there's also been some talk of kind of like a this big money signing that might might go into the window. So, um, yeah, hopefully, I, I'd like a definitely high quality caliber of player, someone in the the attacking midfielder mold, kind of a number ten, that maybe can offer us something a little bit different when we're uh, uh, when we're in the final third of the pitch. Yeah, for sure. So, um, well, one of the bigger things that I think goes unlooked here is not necessarily who have you signed, who have you not lost, which is no one. And none more important than the permanent deal for uh, Raul Jimenez. Um, What do you think? Do you think you got a bona fide star on your hands? Again, I don't think many people at the time when we we got him in on loan realized what we'd had. You know, he was a 
kind of perennial bench warmer for Atletico and kind of in and around the Mexico squad, but he was relatively unheard of. And many thought he'd be the actual backup to the main number nine sign last summer, but it actually turned out to be him. So it was an amazing bit of kind of scouting to identify him and really pick him out as a like bona fide English number nine. He's so kind of crucial to the way we play, the real kind of fulcrum of our team. And when he plays well and he scores, then the Wolves often win. And and you've seen that too internationally as well. Mexico has, has completely gone to him. He's the number one oh, guy yeah. now. He shot on us in the, the Gold Cup final. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they're... Uh... Um, yeah, not, not only that, but it really worked in his favor and the team's favor when we... We switched to 532 because it really brought the best out of his partnership with Diogo Jota. And at stages in the second half of last season, Jota was unplayable. And I generally think that, that with those two, we've got kind of the best front two partnership in the whole league. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, on top of the Portuguese contingent that you had, Raul Jimenez was on loan actually from Benfica. Yeah. So being very familiar with that style of play with, with what the Portuguese have to offer. Um, I know there's been some notable Mexicans that have gone to Europe and played very well, um, but it doesn't always seem to be the case. Uh, and it, Raul Jimenez was a, a, a constant threat all of last season. And if he can stay fit, uh, I mean, Wolves can do, they might be able to take Pitt Manchester United for that sixth spot. Well, that's, you uh, never know. <laughs> that's that's something uh, Sam and I have both been talking about here regularly is so you have, you know, we know who the top two are going to be. We're pretty, you know, Spurs seem pretty poised to be third, maybe even make a run at the top. But, you know, four, five and six, Arsenal's got a little bit of work to do. They've got no money to fix that problem. Chelsea's on a transfer ban. Manchester United is fucking Manchester United. And who the fuck knows with them? But you guys, us, Leicester, West Ham all played pretty good ball and we all got better in the off season. And I wouldn't be surprised if you end up seeing somebody like a Chelsea in ninth place and seeing people like us and you in fifth or sixth. This season could really see a, uh, a changing of the guard based on those teams that you mentioned being in a little bit of transition. And I'm like, you guys, I, I don't really uh, rate Solskjaer as a manager. I think that's going to end in tears, and it depends how kind of they pick up. Um, and the same goes for Frank Lampard. You know, who knows how that's going to turn out? It could be a success. It could be a complete car crash because he hasn't done it in in his managerial career yet. So yep. I really think yeah, position for uh, kind of number four in the league and four, five, six definitely up for grabs. Oh, absolutely it is. So uh, that being said, kind of uh, wrapping it up here, how do you think uh, the Wolves are going to do? And this is a bigger question than just obviously the Premier League. How do you think uh, things are going to go with the secondary tournaments? And how do you think things are going to go with uh, uh, European for you, the Europa League for you as well? I think it really depends on where we are when the, the transfer window closes. If it was kind of tonight at midnight as the uh, as the squad stands, I think we'd we'd be dropping a few places and be be hovering around that ten to twelfth spot again. But with the quality that we've got, I, I could see us doing pretty well and 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 going 
fairly deep in the Europa League. I think that's going to be exciting and it's going to suit our style of play. Now, if we go ahead and we get these two or three megastars who, you know, they're in the mould that we've become accustomed to, I genuinely could see that we that we end up in the Champions League. And that's either from our, our league position or actually going ahead and, and winning the Europa. I genuinely think we could do that. Um, are you concerned at all? Because let's face it, as far as Europa goes, Southampton four years ago, they got to Europa, had a horrific season. Everton three years ago, got to Europa, had a horrific season. Last year, Burnley got to Europa, had a horrific season. I still think that was due to Sean Dyche eating all the earthworms at the training pitch. <laughs> I'm not so sure that was totally down to the Europa League. Okay. <laughs> um, is is there any of that in the back of your mind that it just, you know, when, when it's the bigger clubs, they seem to be able to handle Europa just fine. But when it's the rest of us, we seem to falter. Are you concerned about that? Yeah. No, I think we we we're definitely in that that bigger club mindset, and the three examples that you reeled off are all. Oh, thank you. Mine was included. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm confident that the infrastructure that we've got and and what they've got in place, and particularly our our coach, you know, they're they're geared for these types of competitions. Well, the the key thing to know is when you come to Goodison next season, you need to be fully prepared. We're giving the black cat a jersey. He's gonna fuck your world up. I'm just telling you, he's good for he's he's good for a hat trick. It's gonna happen. The old black cat's gonna put three past you, and you're gonna just be in awe. And you're well, not that's gonna be able it. To if, the, it. if the wolves don't upgrade on defense, I mean that cat's pacey. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it could cause you problems at the back there. Well, uh, um, Paul, on a uh, serious note, thank you very much for joining us tonight. And also, uh, thank you for all the love you've been giving us down there in Houston and getting people to uh, listen. Now, I just need you to do me one small favor. Um, I'm going to need the entire population of Houston to go ahead and download the episode. Okay, is that good? You good with that? I, I figure you can talk everybody into that one, right? That's right. It, it, you're, you guys are already massive in Houston. You know, there's there's statues of Sam Houston all over the place. <laughs> university named after you you know so i'm not sure we could get many more listeners for you but i'll be doing my best that's for sure paul his ego does not need any more help uh, it's Go. not an ego it's it's humility i know i'm perfect humility okay. humility <laughs> i wonder if I'm, i'd like to see this bust because i have a feeling mm -hmm. that if you actually have a statue in houston Huh. It probably looks like Ronaldo's at the Madeira airport that had to be redone. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Well, uh, uh, Paul, we'd love to have you back on again, and thank you so much for joining us, brother. Thanks, guys. It's been great. Yeah, cheers, man. Sam, people would be happy with just one call-in, wouldn't they? I'd assume so. But no. Here at the DU Football Show... We give you more. I know. We give you more of the city of Houston, in fact. You know why? Why? Because Dort Spirect is our sponsor. <laughs> That's exactly it. More from them later in the week. <laughs> yes, you will be hearing from this Dort Spirect. This next call, sponsored by Dort, Dort Spirect. Spirect. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it, but everybody's going to get it on Thursday. It's really, it'll be funny in, <laughs> in post. Um, but as in the case of our uh, friend today, uh, Paul, 
I know. Paul, Paul was Wolverhampton. Oh See, I'm goodness. screwing up already. Go. Look at me ah. messing up already. Bad hose. Yes, I know. I know. Bad hose. And I'd say take this out in post, but I know this is good radio, you know so I'm fuck not it. Going to. And he's reread his notes five minutes during <laughs> the break to yeah. be ready for this. Yeah. So what I mean is, is our good friend, Chris. Chris, how the fuck are you, man? I'm doing excellent. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. And um, by I'm the way, doing better than he is over there. Um, who do you support? I support the mighty West Ham United. Ah, so uh, China hasn't taken your entire team yet. Sam and I both work in the wine and spirit. What? We already fucking did that part. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. I'm all over the fucking map tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's really no better way to say it, but a shit start for the Hammers found themselves in a huge hole, but a big December and a great second half of the season, and your team finishes up in 10th. Um, What's the overall impression for you as a Hammers fan with the last season? Well, I mean, I would say the shit start is probably business as usual for us. <laughs> uh, I think we, I think we probably expected to do a little bit better at the start, but I think we all sort of understood with all these new players that it was going to be kind of a rough beginning. Right. And um, and I, I think if you said uh, at the end of last season, next season you're going to be tenth, a lot of people would have been happy with that. Ah, true, true. Well, and also getting used to uh, Pellegrini as well. Let's let's face it. You yeah. you you guys as a club typically are uh, as as fans are typically never satisfied, right? You know, Sam Allardyce gets you guys to stay up, keeps you up, but plays really shitty, unattractive football. You guys are like, we got to get rid of the bastard, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so <laughs> so send him off to Everton. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, I I have no, I I still can't explain why the hell we we brought him on for. Because That's, you all had a shit start to the season. Yeah. <laughs> and you need you were worried about relegation. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> come November. Fuck. <laughs> we're gonna be paying that man but for will, five fucking years. Being relegated though, that is for sure. Oh yeah. Right. Well, well, never be relegated with Allardyce. No, absolutely. I mean at least you know what, Sam, you just said that uh you're paying like you have to pay him for like another five years. Yeah, well another four now, but yeah, it was a five year deal he signed. It, well, Newcastle will still be paying Alan Pardew at that point, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> very true, very true. And, and I think we're still paying Liverpool for Carroll. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, getting used to what you have with you know the expectations of the club, how do you guys as a fan base feel about Pellegrini now that all the turmoil settled from the start of the season, and what is your expectations moving forward with Pellegrini in this club? Yeah, I, I think the vast majority of us have never had a manager in which we wanted to keep this guy for like the next 10 years. Because he, he really plays the football that we want to see. And even if we're not you know, winning the league, it, 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 it helps for us to come out every week to see something we want to see, even if we get our ass kicked. Like against you know Man City five one or something. You just want it. You so I, want it to look attractive. Yeah, yeah. We want we want to keep it interesting. We and we always want to have the guys going for the win. I mean, there's no point in playing defense right if you're already down three nothing. Yeah. So to just go for it, put yeah, on more enough. attackers, just go. Yeah, because we don't care about goal differential. We're never going to be, you know in the Champions League because we got the goal differential. Well, I, yeah, I've, I mean, you've ruined four strikers' careers in the last five, so... <laughs> uh, last five years, so yeah, I, I get that. 
Um, I want to know real quick as a, a small follow up caveat to uh, to what Sam asked with um, having Arnautovic dyeing his hair uh, for a transfer. We just recently had Mesut Ozil dye his hair. Did it? So obviously yeah. it worked. Um, give me like how'd well, you finish that deal to send him off to China? How'd you finish that deal to send him off to China so I can finish Ozil's deal and get him out? <laughs> oh, I know the answer to yours yeah. and with with Arsenal. What's that? Just tell China it's Megan Rapone and then they'll <laughs> take her because because your boy is no longer Katie Lang's doppelganger. It's now Megan Rapone's doppelganger. Rapino, sorry. Jeez, sorry. Get I'm the, the name assassin. Mad at us. I'm the name assassin. What can I say? <laughs> You're gonna get the feminist mad at us now. Yeah, well, I think Ozil, I think Ozil's doing his best to be like Arnautovic in that he, he's trying to piss off the fan base so much that they'll take half price for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it works. Because originally we were going to get forty in the in uh, January. They were right. like, no, 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 that's way too low. And now it's like, oh, twenty. All right, pay it all up front, and we'll take it. Right. Yeah. Now I hear you. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, so he he seemed to be fifteen million. You'd be set. You know, he was <laughs> quite toxic. It seemed like to the dressing room. You know, so I yeah. I think it's better for you all to have gotten rid of him. What I would worry about um, is you also got rid of Lucas Perez. You also got rid of uh, Samir Nasri um, and Andy Carroll. Not that he did much. I mean, when he was fit, he played all right. I mean, I, I remember a hat trick against us a couple of years back. <laughs> um, but that was the only game he was fit for in 10 or something. Um, so while yeah. it was good, it didn't exactly, you know, do something for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would have preferred to keep Perez or Chicharito just in terms of wages. Uh, Nasri's wages were way too high, and then Carroll's obviously was too high because he never played anyway. Right, and Chicharito's getting older as well. I mean, he's, what, 33 now, isn't he? He's 33, yeah. And and this is his last year on our contract, so he's basically said, this is it. I'm not going to sign with you guys again next year, so we might as well hang on to him. So it looked like um, uh, so far in the offseason, uh, you've made a couple of more offensive minded moves with uh, with Fornals and um, and uh, Sebastian Haller. Um, how, what are your feelings about the new signings? Are you excited about them? Do you think uh, Haller can be up front and give you, you know, 15 goals this season? Uh, I think so. I, I don't really know much about him. Only what people have said, you know, and then the, the obvious YouTube videos that everybody likes to watch with all the dance music. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he he is in his prime. He's twenty five. He's six foot three. Can play with both feet. And as far as I know, he's he's very clinical in his finish. And uh, we've always had problems with scoring in front of goal. I don't know what it is. The ball will come in and they'll kick it wide, like Zaza when he kicked it to the sideline, two feet out. <laughs> yeah, I do. I remember that. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, I, I yeah. do have a, another question about this, this signing, Sebastian Ale. Is he the French Peter Crouch? <laughs> uh, Six well, foot five, like can Rice play with both feet. Dance moves, so <laughs> it may be like a combination of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always reminded. they uh, This uh, video popped up on Facebook mm-hmm. um, about a Peter Crouch uh, interview from a long time ago. He was on the uh, Graham Norton show. And it always makes me laugh. And I forgot to say something about it last week. Um, somebody asked him, Peter Crouch, what would you be if you weren't a footballer? And he said, a virgin. He replied, a virgin. <laughs> and it just, it, 
it's one of the it was like voted the greatest one liner ever in a from a sportsman in an interview. Uh, apparently his <laughs> his Twitter is complete fire. Like, oh yeah, it's just fabulous. And he's he's getting the podcast he's a game. Treasure that guy. Oh, he absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be tall and lanky, you've got you you got to be a national treasure. You got to find a way to be have people like you. <laughs> so, um, do do you see the team signing anybody uh, defensively? Because let's face it, the only reason why you didn't give up 247 goals was because uh, Fabianski um, managed to save like 800 saves a game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, everybody's worried. And if Fabianski goes down, we've got Roberto and uh, and David Skewer, his name is. Uh, David is. Martin. Yeah, David, that, yeah, that, David Martin. Th- that one doesn't make both, any sense to me. Both for free, by the way. Well, and, and David Martin. Yeah, both for free. And on half the wages of, uh, half the, wages of uh, the last guy, Adrian. Yeah. For two of them. So the two for one. But he's a. Uh, uh, well, I mean, in your history, West Ham players. is basically the Walmart of the Premier League. I mean, they've <laughs> traditionally yeah, been a selling okay. club, cut rate, uh, cut rate pricing, and uh, everything else. So, especially yeah, with the Dildo are. Brothers. We're selling, <laughs> yeah, we're selling OBA for seven million. So that's, that's I just I just looked that up. Sal Swallow in Italy, uh, uh, eight point one million is their latest bid, uh, as reported yeah. by Sky Sports. Yep. Yeah, and then we got Sanchez to back up that spot, who is a Colombian nightmare. Um, now I don't know how that guy still plays. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but but something worth mentioning though is uh, again we were talking about this just a, a few moments ago with with Paul is let's face it you're able to hold on to people right now nobody's come and taken uh, Felipe Anderson from you nobody's come and taken uh, Rice from you like you're you're holding on yeah. to the key pieces this yeah. is a this is a good thing for you and the club. Oh yeah, we turned back United on Ethan Diop as well. Oh, nice! Just a good one because they wanted like sixty million for him or something, and they said no, we don't want it. I mean, part of that comes down to, in my opinion, comes down to having a strong coach in Pellegrini. People want to play for him. Yeah, you know yeah, these big sure. stars are more willing to stick around and not use West Ham as a as a stepping stone. For instance, you know. I mean, the same thing with yeah. Nuno up at Wolves. They yeah. they enjoy playing for the man. They'll run through a brick wall for those guys. Yeah, you know they want to oh, stick yeah. unless you're Marco Anatovich. <laughs> they want to stick around and do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think what happened with Arnautovic right was Pellegrini said, "Yeah, this is a fine stopgap, but I want an actual striker to be up front, not a not a crybaby that falls over all the time." Uh, M- Marco Anatovich. Maybe not in those is, I have some respect. He scored two, scored two goals against Arsenal. He has. He has. <laughs> All of Zlatan's bravado and none, none of, of his ability, talents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they showed the video of him scoring for Shanghai yesterday. As soon as he scored, tapped the badge and pointed it to Jesus. <laughs> there was like, that guy is such a snake. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Fabulous. That's brilliant. Um, something else we were just uh, talking about with Paul also is looking at uh, the top six. You know, you've got... Really, it's it's City and Liverpool are going to be battling for the top, and Spurs could be around, but four, five, and six with um, you know, Arsenal needs some some fixing, but you know they're clearly not going to get the funds to do it. We should crowdfund some transfers. Yeah, yeah precisely. That's what we should do. You should crowdfund <laughs> getting Mustafi out. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I just mentioned defense. I'm surprised you didn't try to sell him off Mustafi as well. well you already Pellegr- did that to Paul earlier. Yeah, but Pellegrini's smart enough to not. 
uh, uh, not buy Mustafi. So the, Arsenal's going to have their problems. Chelsea's going to have the transfer ban. And Manchester United is fucking Manchester United. And then you look at the next four teams with Wolves, Everton, Leicester, and you guys, and no one's gotten any worse. They've all improved. The, the the clubs have gotten deeper and they've all had a year under their coaches and a year you know, in the case of um in the case of uh wolves they've had a season in the premier league there's a good chance any one of those four teams can challenge four five and six especially six yeah, and, and I, united yeah and I, and I think that goes back to what you're saying before and in, in how we're keeping players is that um you, you bring these guys in you sell them on the project and you say Four, five, and six is the most open it's ever been. If you go to United, there's a good chance that Wolves are going to jump you and you're not going to be in even Europa League. Yeah. So what's the point of leaving? And then we have, you know, we're paying them higher wages now because we got, you know, we got Wilshire for free and we got, you know, a bunch of other guys for free. Right. So we, we have wage money, not necessarily transfer money. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a thing that people always tend to overlook. And we were talking about it a little bit last week with um, with Brighton and uh, our Crystal Palace guys was, I mean, getting a guy on the free means you can put more money into their salary, you know, because there's only, for, for, for the mid-table clubs, there's only so much money we have to go around, you know. It's either being spent on a transfer fee or it's being spent on a contract. It's not being spent on both. Yeah. Yeah, and and the, the thing that gets us is the um, it's the financial fair play because your wages can't jump so much. I think it's ten percent. It can't jump more than ten percent, right? right. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, something like that. It's so you seven to, like, or ten or something be, like that. Yeah, you, you have to be strategic in who you're going to offer more money to. The other thing is, I think that that piece of the financial fair play that uh, the Premier League imposed on themselves is not part of the UEFA financial fair play. I think that was just mm-hmm. suspended for three years. I'm not. I have to double check okay. that, but I mm-hmm. think that that was suspended as of the end of last season. So you can jump oh, no. your wage bill, but you still have the European financial fair play to, to stick with, right? Yeah, where where our mid-table guys are not in that anyway. So, right. I mean, shirts. Sure I mean, the the real money's coming from television rights in in the Champions League, really. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why yeah. Manchester United. You know, they make up for that in shirt sales. It's the only reason they can spend that much money on a player. And you know Arsenal's over here rubbing two sticks together. Yeah, there's there's a Ugh. you know there's the entire Asian continent that wants a Manchester United exactly. jersey. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, it used to be all Africa wanted the Arsenal shirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here's here's the here's the. Uh, I don't the, have a comeback for like that. Like a shirt game of risk. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So he, that's here's, actually, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> and that's a dig. <laughs> So um, here, here's kind of the, the ultimate question is um, you finally have a world-class manager. You uh, have added some great attack and minding players. Um, can you finally just be fucking happy now, West Ham? No, of course not. <laughs> it's impossible to be. <laughs> so all that, all that being said, how do you see things uh, playing out for West Ham this year? And if you want to include talking about cup competitions, go ahead and talk about those as well. Yeah, I think this year, I think we're going to do better. I don't know that we're going to get to that Europa League spot. I mean, we would love to, I think. Uh, but I'm I'm hoping like about eighth or so. Maybe Manchester United goes down to ninth, you know, and everyone just slides up a little bit. Yeah, I, I can but, see Chelsea uh, sliding back a little bit too, to be honest with you. 
I can really, yeah, especially if Chelsea Jack goes, Chelsea goes all young, which might not necessarily be a bad move for them, but I could certainly see them sliding back a little bit. Yeah. I thought they sent that one kid out on loan too this, today. Kid oh, dreadlocks. Sammy, do you know which one went out on loan? I know who he's talking about. I don't know his name. Martins or yeah, he went out, or he went was it Abraham? No, no, it wasn't Abraham. Okay, was, no. I, I think he's a real young kid. I think he's probably twenty or something. I'll find it. Heard. I'll find it. <laughs> he looks like Zach yeah. De La Roca. Oh, okay. From uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Got it. They're not like tight knit, well done dreads. Oh, they're like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. He needs them retwisted. They're not good. Heard. Like like take a shower, you dirty hippie kind of dreads. Yeah. Okay. Heard. Like like shave it and start over. Is it Desi Hutchinson? No. They don't have it on Sky yet. Uh, Let me go to Chelsea's website. Admin. Yeah, I, like, I, know, I know Twitter. Admin, not our strong suit. Just... Oh, people love live <laughs> admin. Come on. And no, we like it. We like it when you're blackout drunk trying to read the transfer window. Oh, oh by the way, fun. we should pimp that uh, transfer roundup coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Get excited. I'll make sure to bring snacks that night so you can uh, have something to go with all the booze. Yeah. No, I don't want him to sober up. I want him good and proper blackout <laughs> drunk. That's uh, when he does uh, his best. His most hard hitting analysis is when he's blackout drunk. <laughs> it's uh, Ethan uh, Ampadu. Oh, okay, got it. Yep. Yeah. Is that two people? No, same person, and he's got a little porn stash too. <laughs> a little yeah. weak ass mustache. So he's definitely like nineteen, right? Yeah, he's young. Uh, he's going to the Bundesliga. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Oh. to the whole league. It's like uh, RV Leipzig found the club. <laughs> I say that's just that's where um we just sent um uh Lookman to was to uh, Leipzig. In fact. Yep, Sold 18 years old. Oh, yeah. yeah. 18 years old. And uh, American International there as well. Oh, no shit. Tyler Adams. Yeah, it. that's right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Chris, thank you very much for joining us, man. Appreciate it. And also, uh, side note, same thing I said to uh, Paul earlier. Thank you very much for pimping the hell out of us out uh, out there in Houston. We uh, we really appreciate it. Now, um, I, I told... Uh, Paul to take care of the entire city. I'm going to need you to take care of the surrounding suburban areas. Just get all of them to start <laughs> listening to the show now, too. That should be pretty easy. You know, it's not a lie. Yeah. Studio H does yeah, stand for Houston. It does. It does, in fact, stand for Houston. <laughs> Paul, Paul, thank you. I mean, Chris, Chris, Jesus I'm terrible. Christ. I'm talking I, awful. Oh, my God. I, I'm going to edit that one out, maybe. Okay, thank you. I appreciate You know what that. it is. Behind the curtain. Maybe. Houston is laying off the sauce for a week. I know. He can't function oh, it's without not, alcohol. I know. It's, He's, it's not a week. It's the better part of a month I've been yeah. laying off right, the sauce. Right. So here's the problem. You messed up the intro. Uh, last week. Sneak when, peek. When, yeah. On Thursday, the intro's messed yes. up. When, when, no, that was last week, <laughs> that so I messed up the intro. Oh, it was? Oh, okay. Yeah, see? And next week. And we're being like, uh, yeah, we're and predicting Thursday's wrong names. I don't know what's going on. I, I drank enough whiskey <laughs> the first week of July that I decided I didn't need to drink any more whiskey because I drank all the whiskey one should consume in a month in one week. <laughs> Hence, I went on a little sabbatical. He's not a high-functioning so, so teetotaler. So what you do? Switch to mezcal then? Oh uh, no, 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 no! I'm com- I'm completely dry right now. I'm uh, I am not a parade with uh, mezcal right now. So, anyway, um, like I said, Chris, thank you very much for calling in, man. Appreciate it. And we'd love to have you back on again soon. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is speculation time. Sam. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Drunk Cooper passenger. It's your fucking car now. <laughs> I'm sitting in the back. You're fucking driving. 
sober fucking driver is a goddamn mess. Please take take the show over. I'm just going to chime in with witty fucking clever sayings if I can even get that fucking right. Not a problem. Jesus, uh, I need right. a fucking drink. So let's go through some quick done deals. Um, Lookman has left Everton officially and gone to Leipzig. I, it was, you know what? It and was that's a, a permanent, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good piece of business for us. Four different coaches. It never seemed to work. Um, all the talent in the world. There's never been any stories. Like everything's been, you know, speculation that he's been having problems. But if four different managers can't find a spot for you, maybe it's not the club. Maybe it's you. And we'll come on to that. But the next person we have uh, getting a, a move uh, to Sheffield United, the much traveled Ravel Morrison, who's a lot younger than you would think. Used to be in Manchester United's academy and uh, got very, very high praise from Sir Alex Ferguson. But by all accounts, huge dickhead. Yeah, like <laughs> he's only like 26, isn't yep. he? Yep. And he's been, he's played for like 11 European clubs or something ridiculous uh-huh. and never seems to fulfill his potential. The old uh, Royston Drentha yeah. um, effect. And from what everybody says, it's down to his attitude uh, straight away. Essentially. Yeah, I remember with Royston Drenthe, it was just flat out David Moyes went, yeah, he's a prick that doesn't like to show up to practice, so he's not fucking playing anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you guys signed Fabian Delph, uh, Delph officially. Yep. yep. So there you go there. Which which last week we talked about, I, I would say- Pretty cheap too, 10 million, right? Yeah, yeah. But that also concerns me because my concern was it was going to potentially be to replace someone- and it looks like in the rumor mill, that's going to happen, and that replacement is going to be Adresa Gay. Yeah, what is it, 25 up front and then 30 in add-ons or something like that? Uh, another 10 in add-ons to PSG. Uh, so he didn't even hold out for a good price. Right. Well, <laughs> well he, he's about to turn 30. So oh, fair enough. In, okay. in all actuality, this is a fantastic piece of business yeah. by Everton. It did. So my head knows this is very, very good. My heart hurts. It gives you more money Fucking to it gives you more money to sign Diego Costa. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into the speculation stuff, which is more fun. Um, Tottenham, uh, uh, obviously, until my transfer roundup. Right, that's fun. <laughs> uh, Tottenham have edged closer to landing Real Betis midfielder Giovanni Lo Celso, uh, Celso, sorry, uh, for a lower fee than initially reported, uh, potentially forty-five million pound. Um. Gareth Bale uh, is talking about a twenty million pound welcome present if he uh, becomes the Chinese Super League's uh, most famous recruit. <laughs> <laughs> to add to his Scrooge McDuck vault he has there in Madrid, um, with twenty million he could probably open up his own golf course. Probably could. Yeah, you know it's uh, Aaron Ramsey. Uh, a couple of years ago, bought a house in I think it was just outside of Cardiff. Has three golf holes on it. Really? Yeah, like the landscape is tailored. It's on enough acreage that and just has that he three has holes. Three holes, yeah. So he can go out and practice, or he can coax over uh, Gareth Bale Gareth to come, up, come yep. hang out. Yeah, poison him and then he can start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Granite Jaka says Arsenal have learned lessons from last season and insist uh, that they cannot afford another bad start. Good thing. We're starting against Newcastle. 
<laughs> so I'd like to now appoint Granite Jaka as Captain Fucking Obvious. Uh, last We've time, all been saying that for years. <laughs> how, how did he go the last time you uh, opened the season against Newcastle? That wasn't what's happened this summer. I'm just I saying. I wouldn't worry <laughs> about it. Uh, if not I rec- well. It did not go well. If I if I recall, uh, Joey Barton pulled his best Joey Barton on you guys and got your brand new signing, Dravino, uh, was it? I think get, it was, yes. Yeah, to get off. red carded. Yeah. yeah, well, be careful. That's one meaty forehead coming at you, Dravino. <laughs> He's got a lot of... And a lot of skull space and, in the front there to hit you with. And Barton <laughs> knew how to fucking sell it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Napoli um, really want to sign Kieran Tierney from Celtic also. And apparently we've had a third bid rejected. So we might be screwed. Oh, yeah? And give up. Yeah. Because uh, that's what we like to do, uh, which is always fun. Um, And that's essentially it at the moment. Really? That's all? Yeah. There okay. wasn't a lot. Kurt Zuma is expecting to stay with Chelsea this summer, but has told Frank Lampard that he wants first-team football. Uh, he also he also uh, allegedly today put in a transfer request. Yeah, so, exactly. There's Bring them to Everton, baby. <laughs> I got nothing. There's nobody. Oh, here. Oh, this is a good one. Ralph Husson, who wants to create a fantasy stars for the future at Southampton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Driving isn't so fucking easy now, is it, killer? What? I, I, th- I uh, uh, Hold on. I don't work for Sky Sports. I'm just trying to report the news. Yeah, you got to do it with some fucking flair and some pizzazz. No, I'm not drunk re- enough for that. Oh, you're fucking killing me. My jazz hands are alcohol-induced, okay? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. Am I going to have to resort to asking producer Mel to unmute herself? I hey. did not say unmute yourself. <laughs> I just said, am I going to be... Forced to resort to that. There was just nothing happening. That's all that there is to it. All right, so we got fucked um, <laughs> by the the uh, people that run the Soccer Dome website. We actually scored six goals. They only told us we scored five. Yeah, but we did lose eight to six. <laughs> well, we spotted uh, them a four nothing lead, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I was only good for about two minutes at a clip uh, because of my recent sickness, right? Um, which you all heard about last Tuesday. Uh, I did, however, contribute, scored a goal. Yep. What's good? Continuing my fine form. I was on the field for about six minutes, and that was it. We figured it out. If you're talking about yourself or you're drunk, suddenly you're fucking witty. Yeah. Amazing. We, you've known me for almost 20 years. That's or a- Arsenal. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Arsenal. Well, also remember, if he's drunk, he also instantly becomes British, as uh, as was shown evidence in all of his Facebook lives from uh, Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, I'm just off my game, man. I drank a lot this weekend. It was bad. And uh, I finally got the chance to rest uh, last night and woke up and was not myself this morning, really. Huh. It was bad. Yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. Kind of like what I'm going through, yeah. you know? <laughs> I know. Because I, I, I drank enough whiskey for a week, and it's I a- went, that's it, you're done. Let me tell you kids something. Withdrawal is a bitch. <laughs> you know, I am so glad I got these new microphones and the iPad and the Skype set up for you guys to not bring your A game. To phone it in? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. I got right. it. I'm, I'm just, back, baby. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, the, the, last, the last thing I need is my producer fucking in our ear telling us we're fucking shite. 
you know what? You produce this shite. Fuck off. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be all for us, boys and girls. Uh, Sammy, do you have any uh, parting words? Do we have any international to uh, finish up with? We do. Uh, actually, we were talking before the show, and uh, we have now been downloaded on every single continent except Antarctica. So nice. I'm going to need... I know somebody that has listened to us at some point has some relative who's a fucking scientist, and one of them is on Antarctica studying penguins or something. Okay. Get him to download it so we can say we did all seven. 31, 31 countries and 36 states. 36 states. Yep. Fuck you, North Dakota. <laughs> So, yeah, both Dakotas, Colorado. I don't know what you got. You're probably yeah, too high. Can't Colorado, you too stoned to hit the subscribe <laughs> button? The fuck, man. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, Houston's given us a lot of love, as we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. One of our highest download areas, besides our home state, obviously. Yep. Uh, but Russia, Nigeria, Australia. Carolina showing the love. North Carolina. Yeah, really North Carolina the after this weekend. Ohio um, coming in strong. I take back all of my Ohio jokes. Very good, you know. Uh, I don't. I still don't like Ohio. Well, I, I tell you, I tell you what, um, S- Sammy. Perhaps one should start calling us Pitbull. Why? Because we're worldwide, baby. That's right. We are worldwide. So, uh, how, how about the? Uh, we had the Afcon, right? Final. Yes, and um, someone won it. Yeah, Algeria. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Brain fart. I actually I, didn't write this down. I didn't have a lot of time after work. I, I was I, I was going to say uh, Idris Gay is no longer with our team, so I no longer care about Senegal. I now hate him because of uh, uh, my. Well, that's so, not official but, yet. So it's not official. So, fine, fuck off, Senegal. You lost. What a, way to go, uh, Algeria. Congratulations. Hey, and you know what they say. You don't believe it until the players in the press conference holding up the shirt. That's true. So that's true. it's not done yet, and. Paris is is known to fuck a transfer deal up. Sammy, a big man's allowed to hurt every once in a while. Let a big man hurt, okay? <laughs> I don't like seeing you cry. It's just it, it was it pay- my favorite player. I really liked him. <laughs> well, your wife's over there laughing her tits off. And yeah. I actually feel compassion for you. I feel bad. Because my wife fucking loves seeing me in pain. It just makes her happy. She's enjoyed the train wreck that has been this episode. She's fucking loved it. She's going to tell me. She's going to be like, the whole night, she'll be like, yeah, it could have been better, fat man. That's exactly what I'm going to get. A loving, fucking supportive wife is exactly what. Hit that fucking mute button. I can't wait to tell you how many edits I had to do. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, Suck my fucking balls. Hey, Jesus, we a, woman. We had a good time, as always. Yes, we We're going to continue to have a good time. Nobody can accuse us of not having a good time. So if you don't like it, fuck off. All right. Excellent. So that's it for your parting words, Sammy? No more parting words? No, I always have to make uh, sure. No, I think you, that's you, it. You like to ramble on, so. No, I think that's it. You have been one to pontificate before, <laughs> just saying. Look at that. I nailed yeah, the word. I, Yay. Yeah, <laughs> I do like to pontificate. Alrighty, boys and girls. Well, thank you so much for joining this absolute massacre. I like the sound of my own voice. What can I say? Uh, stop stealing my line. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, listening in on this absolute train wreck that was uh, me trying to do a show tonight. Um, yeah, and thank you, Charlotte, for tuning in. You guys are awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun getting with you and uh, talking to you this weekend uh, at the Arsenal match. If you came up for the game, very see, excited to see you. Talking. Very excited to see you. Uh, uh, on Tuesday at the Arsenal Real Madrid match at FedEx Field in my hometown, uh, so can't wait and uh, speak to y'all soon. I knew he wasn't fucking done. <laughs> I um, just did it to piss him off. 
on a on a positive note, we are going to be doing bonus shows for the next three weeks because uh, admin is not our strong suit, and we ran out of summer before uh, before doing all the teams. <laughs> So this Thursday, there's going to be the Manchester United Shit Show Spectacular. And then next week on uh, Tuesday, we'll have our normal show. And Thursday will be an all-Arsenal show as we uh, welcome back uh, Simon, hopefully, our uh, our Charm City Gooner, who did such a great job. Yeah, I'm going to confirm that tomorrow when I see him at the tailgate. And then... Oh, uh, by the way, come see me in uh, Greenlot D at uh, FedEx Field. Uh, the Arsenal America tailgate. I'll be there with my family. A uh, couple of business contacts. A um, couple of friends. Done. Still fucking going. Jesus fucking gracious, kill me now. Oh, yeah, if hi, you need, Sam, I'll, you I'll sign your shirt if you want. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. All right, and then the final week uh, where um, my co-host Welcome has, all flashing. has decided uh, um, going on a family vacation <laughs> is more important than, uh, than keeping up to his responsibilities here for the show. Um, my buddy Russ will be here to do our Tuesday show as we will talk uh, as we will talk all things Liverpool. I'm going to be alone with nothing but Liverpool fans. That's going to be tough. Uh, why? 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 Can I just end the fucking show? Can I just end this disaster? Why do you need to speak, woman? I was just wondering what Russ is going to hide in the studio this time. Uh, very good. And then and I'm then coming there will back be... looking around. I'll be like a bloodhound in here. And then just before the season kicks off on Friday, that Thursday, we're going to have a All Things Everton show. We're going to have our buddy Tim in Australia call in, and we're going to have uh, John from the uh, DC Toffees here in studio as well to uh, fill in co-host duties while uh, Sam's on uh, vacation. So till next week, everybody. Can I make a prediction for that show? Oh, fuck off. Go ahead. You said Everton, right? Everton yes. show. All Everton show? Yeah, all Everton Least show. downloaded show of the year. Ooh, laying the gauntlet. <laughs> I want to say, of so far of the um, summer sessions, Villainista is still the number, <laughs> number one, one downloaded show. Number one downloaded show. Very good. Granted, Frenemies is coming close, but uh, what? What? <laughs> I just like giving Sam shit, and I I like seeing him up. I like seeing him mad, not sad. So when he's sad, I get sad. When he gets mad, I laugh. So, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I am clearly. A wounded seal in the water, and these two great whites have decided to feast on me. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just go ahead and call it a quick call it a day and commit suicide and be done with it all. You told us to eat your balls, so can you blame us for feasting on you, quote unquote? <laughs> Please make this stop. Till next week, everybody. Goodbye. Good night. When I was young, I knew everything. She a punk who rarely ever took advice Now I'm guilt-stricken, sobbing with my head on the floor Stop a baby's breath and a shoe full of rice No, can't be held responsible She was touching her face I won't be held responsible she fell in love in the first place For the life of me I cannot remember What made us think that we were wise And we never compromised For the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die For these sins We were merely flashmen <laughs> you can drink my booze. <laughs>
<laughs> Welcome to the new version of the show. My name is Jim Houston. You can now begin sucking my balls. <laughs> <laughs>